Welcome, everybody, to Making Enemies. I'm Chris. With me, as always, are Russ. Hey there. And Dave. Howdy. And, man, we got a lot of stuff to get to today. This will be, like I mentioned in the last episode, sort of part two of our 2021 year in review of heavy metal. Uh, If you haven't listened to that and you're listening to this first, stop what you're doing. Go back. (laughs) Listen to that in its in its entirety because the rating system matters. Um, and then come back here and check out this episode. Um, I'm really excited because we get to talk about all the stuff we actually liked from last year on like what we talked about in the last episode, which was basically um, takedown supreme of both Decibel and Revolver's top albums. Um, but more exciting to me is the fact that we have our first returning guest i'd like to welcome back to the pod friend of the pod mitch metalhead hey everyone how's it going welcome back how are you good i'm happy to not only be your first guest but your second guest and your only guest (laughs) and guess what probably our last guest (laughs) as chris mentioned we're the only people he knows that like metal so yeah this is it we might we have one other potential friend we could bring in but but we're not sure if he's our friend or not. Maybe, maybe one day. <laughs> he's a potential friend. <laughs> that, that, could, um, that could be like one of 20 people. Oh, here there he is. There he's he doing is. stuff on our on our Discord, actually, <laughs> while we meet right the now. Theme, the theme, theme song composer. <laughs> it's like we summoned him from the internet. Hello. Um so yeah, so that's 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 our goal for today is to is to talk about the five albums we like the most from last year. We're gonna kind of run through each of our lists, talk some shit, probably. Um, and that, did anybody else have anything else they wanted to get off their chest this episode? I just want to say thank you. As I mentioned in the previous episode, your lists, I would say with the exception of one, no, two albums, I didn't know that they came out last year. So this was a, disco- <laughs> this was, this was a discovery mission for me and i really enjoyed it so thank you i i actually would like to know because we've got mitch here what did you think overall of the year in metal because when i when we talked about you joining this episode you were like here are all the albums i think i need to go through was it 60 albums how many did you send me yeah it was was at least 60 you know i I think uh (laughs) Uh, this year was actually a really good year for metal. Uh, a lot of the previous years, it was just like, you know, we're putting, trying to put together like our top five, top 10 albums and a realization of, I don't like any of these albums and uh, they're just <laughs> decent background music and that's about it and I'm tolerating them. And this year, there's actually not only albums I like, but albums that I think will be in heavy rotation for like a decade. Wow. I don't I don't disagree. It And it's, it's so weird hearing that. Oh, it's not weird hearing that, but like, it's weird to look at the the two other lists that we looked at last episode and like just be disgusted by all of them and then also to like be aware that there was actually a lot of good stuff that came out last year. I actually I didn't have too difficult a time picking albums. What about what about you guys? I, I had more difficult trying to narrow it down. I, I'm curious like what <laughs> what were your guys' processes for this? My process was to not do it at all. So, yeah. Russ, what's Dave, your process? Dave's process <laughs> was to wait for us to tell him what to listen to. Uh, thank, thank you for that. Yeah. So it's basically like I, I know there's bands that I'm following 
that I'm alerted to or have new albums. And then I listen to that. And then I also look, go through like the new metal lists on Spotify, listen to random songs, see if any of them are actually decent. And if they are, I'll go further into the catalog or the album and see if it's good or not. So that's it. I want to make a, I want to make a call back to last year's metal music episode where we had some thoughts coming into quarantine Right, we had some years of just metal, as coined from Chris on our last episode, um, and we, I had this hope of everyone's stuck at home now and just workshopping ideas and like coming out of this. Maybe there'll be this boom of new bands, good material. Um, I don't know if if that is true or not, but as you guys were saying that the year in metal was, was, has been better than years past. So maybe we can expect more of the same in 22, maybe a hope for the future again. Like, yeah, that was your last message and I, it seemed to come true. So let's keep it going. Yeah, keep it going. Mitch, do you have, do you have something to add? No, I got uh, nothing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gas. Oh, uh, you were just like holding yeah. in a fart. It was, it was, it, I, I was. That's why I went on mute. <laughs> Damn it! You don't go on mute. That's what we need for the spice of this podcast. You know, I, I, I had You're a little bit methane. of a. I had a little bit of a, a conundrum doing this because I, I realized that, like, in twenty years, I don't think I've ever spoken to you guys without alcohol. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh Jesus! And, wow. and, it, and it's and it's early in the day, and I'm like, I still do I drink? Have do I not drink? <laughs> I have some. I have so many so, things I have to accomplish later. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so fuck it. Hey. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the trend continues. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. So, goodbye. Productivity. <laughs> <laughs> this is when the podcast hits a brick wall. <laughs> um, all right, so let's let's get started. Um, in the spirit of keeping this metal focused, I had a, an original. I have an original list, right, for my top five. Um, that actually has six albums on it, which I know annoys Russ to no end. Um, but one of them is not a heavy metal album, so I'm going to put that off to the side. That was my number five anyway, so we'll put that to the side, and I'll start with this one, which is technically my number. We'll call it number five. Um, and my number five album of last year, even though it came out at the very end of the year, is Volume's new record called Happier. This, I've been, hi, this is highly anticipated for me. I've been waiting for this album to come out for I don't know, four years. Whenever, I think the last one came out in 2018 or 17 or something. I listen to that record, Different Animals, all the time. It's super heavy. It's very genty. So, like, that's kind of my zone. Um, in the time that the last, since, since the last album came out, like, one of the singers left the band and that one of the guitar players died. It was like the singer's brother. Like, he got kicked out. Then the original singer came back. It's been all this, like, turnover and weird shit in the band. They finally put the record out. I think it's fucking awesome. It's super heavy. The melodic songs are crazy melodic. They're really catchy. Um, I think it would probably be higher if it came out earlier in the year. I just didn't get to spend enough time with it, but um, that's my number five. So my take on this is, 
as, as noted in this pod in previous episodes, and as you guys know, Gent is not my favorite subgenre of metal at all. But I, as I was listening today, I probably listened to like four to five hours worth of all of these songs and these albums. I'm starting to soften on it like a little bit because I would get to a song and I'm like, this is really great, but it is still technically that maybe to define it more clearly, like the ones that are just purely make rhythmic gent sounding. I have a harder time with, I usually need some level of, of melodic to it. Um, I, I, I made one call out of a particular song in this album and there's a song called bend, which is one of their not heavier songs, but I'm listening to this. That song could have been, could have absolutely been a song of the band. You just jumped off your top five. It reminds me of a church's song. Really? Um, That's interesting. Yeah. Especially in the chorus, there actually is um, (laughs) one song on church's latest album which is he said, she said, has a similar chorus structure and melodic line as that song. I, don't, I just heard that. I'm like, oh my God, it sounds exactly like that song. <laughs> I, just, I, just just the melody of it, not like the yeah anything else. But um, I would say not terrible. Again, going back to our, our rating list. Um, but of of all the other stuff, not as high up as others. Sure. I, Mitch, just for just so you're up, you know, up to speed, we have two ratings that we give to stuff. It's either not terrible or it's feces. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so juvenile. Make me laugh every time. <laughs> no, no in between. Just that's it. Nope. <laughs> no ties. So so, so yeah. nothing can be good. It's just not. You have terrible. to be subtle about it. <laughs> Sorry. Like Chris was like Chris was like last time. He's like. This one's really not terrible. <laughs> That's how we <laughs> Extreme not terrible. Yeah. So I'll, I'll put that album then in the not terrible range. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because it's not feces. There you go. It's not, it's not amazing, but it's not terrible. <laughs> That's so it. I, 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 I think to kind of echo what Dave is saying, like pure gen, I don't like. But I think what's been happening lately is a lot of bands that were gent or so forth or more just kind of incorporating it overall in the song and the gent aspect of it isn't the main purpose of the song anymore. And I think the genre is evolving and it's getting better and we're getting more talented people, better songwriters. And it's just that genre is just maturing at this point and the songs are a lot better. And the stuff that came out in the original form of it was kind of almost jokey um, (laughs) of, of like who can be more staccato who could have the more ridiculous rhythm and so forth and and now i think they just took that and and it's kind of a tool that they're adding to their songwriting and and it's a lot better so um i'm not the biggest fan of this album but it's 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 not terrible (laughs) chris chris that was mitch mitch just told you that all of the bands that you like are talentless and but they're getting better (laughs) but they're getting better but hey they're getting better (laughs) And I like the Getting positivity. Better every day. I like the positivity. There's something about therapy. Get none of that. Anyway, next one. Okay, so anyway, congratulations first on making Dave get softer, because that was one of his first things he said about this album. Honestly, this one. 
I've never heard of this band. Don't kill me, but I first started listening to that song, Ben, that Dave mentioned. And like, I'm telling you, this one is going to be on my like rotation for years to come. Like that song is fucking awesome. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. Good. It started, the, the crazy part about that song is it starts off sounding like, like a Drake song or something. Yeah. It's like, oh baby, I saw you in the club. And then I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this song? And then all of a sudden it started to get like very cool. And I love like the, like, you know, this is the same thing. Like the production is awesome. The vo- guy's vocals sound great. I love the like chorus. He's like, he's like, oh my, it's too late. Come on, baby, masturbate. Or whatever. I don't know what he's saying. But it's a great, I love that. That song, every time I listen to it, I like it more and more and more. So I'm very interested to get deeper into this album and listen to it for a long time to come. So not terrible. Wow. Starting strong. Four for four. Put that on your album. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's let's keep going. Who's who's going next for their with their number five? Russ, go ahead. Want me to go? All right. So number my number five is Ember Falls, an album called Ruins. Now, I'll just say what I like about this. I mean, I think I've tried to pimp this band out to you a couple times, and I know basically none of you guys like it, but I'm expecting that to be the the response. But I just like, there's something about this. They have, I think they're very original. They have an interesting songwriting style. I, lo- I love the vocals. Um, it's definitely not your traditional like metal that we would possibly listen to in the past because we've known each other so long, but... Those are the things I like about it. And I just think, like, it's weird. The first song on that album is the title track. And it's it's actually a medley of all of the other songs combined into one song. It's like an overture. <laughs> Which normally I would be like, what is this shit? But I thought it was, inter- I thought it was funny. And it sounded pretty cool. Yeah. Um, okay. So I had two band comparison vibes, like, listening to this. So there was moments where I definitely kind of got a degraded vibe to this. I think that had to do more with, there's something about a lot of the music that you like. And if I were to like, like qualify, you know, quantify that in just a, in a couple of phrases, like a song, the stuff you like has a lot of energy. Like it's just, it's adrenaline pumping. And then usually had the choruses, um, they're not sing songy, but they're ca- there's a catchy element to it. So that's, this band has that. There was one moment though, like, um, what song was it? I'm not gonna remember, but I was listening to this song and it totally had like a disturbed moment, which is probably from everyone here considered a negative, but it totally had like this little disturbed moment and then it immediately fell back to more of the degraded vibe type, melodic, high energy, um, choppy. I, not terrible. Whoa, I liked it. Wow, surprised. Cool. Yeah, I, I thought this band was pretty good too. Um, it's definitely what I would call a Russ core band. Uh, 100% you your style. Um, very heavy in synth. I, I think I think lately you've been listening to a lot of a lot of synth heavy music, and 
Um, it's also why you like synthwave and, and stuff like that. And this band's definitely like in the middle of metal and that genre and everything else. So I totally get why you like this band. Oh, uh, feces are not terrible. Uh, not terrible. <laughs> wow. Uh, I mean, not not terrible. Uh, cool. <laughs> I really like the term Rustcore because I completely agree. Like this is yeah. this has you all over it. Uh, this this album. Um, I wrote one of my notes was uh, this is where Sonic Syndicate should probably have ended up. Mm. Well, like where they would be today if they became a band. Um, 100% agree. Right? Like, yeah, agree. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, super up-tempy, up-tempy, up-tempo, uh, excuse me. Um, uh, sort of Northern European dance club music. I don't know. I think they're from Finland or something. But uh, imagine this would be bumping <laughs> in some places. Um, can't say it's totally for me. It would be a very, very soft, not terrible. Like a turtle head, not terrible. <laughs> sure. Turtle head is touching the cotton. <laughs> Maybe that is the middle. Maybe that is the middle of eating. It's either a short, small short or turtle head touching the cotton. <laughs> yeah. Well, either either one of those. That's where it landed for me. I, I'm not. I'm not sure this is one I would pick up again, but. Yeah. Wow, I'm pleasantly surprised, guys. Two that for that one, that one didn't get like a hot trip. EC's dump from all of you, so that's good. That's cool. I I just want to say I always have a turtle head going. So I don't know. <laughs> Not musically though. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch. All right, I'm I'm uh, I'm so nervous to, sh- to share my <laughs> big reveal. I don't know. Um. All right, so coming in at number five for me uh, is Bellacor. Hopefully I'm saying that right. I I think I looked up what that name means and it's like a monster from World of Warcraft or something. I I don't know. But um, uh, if if you haven't heard of Bellacor, they come from the land of Chlamydia infested koala bears down in Australia. Uh, they've. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I think this is their fifth album. I, I like a lot of their older stuff, like um, A Breath and Bone and Stone's Reach. I didn't really like their previous album, but this album I think is fantastic. It's. Uh, I will dare say one of the best metal melodic death metal albums in years. It is on par with as any other good melodic death metal album that's been released in like the last 20, 30 years. Maybe not as good as like the classics, like the gallery by dark tranquility or subterranean, but the next level, it is as good. Like you take the opening of a song, like uh, hidden windows. That's as good as any Opeth song in, in, in my opinion. Um, and it, it's just, I love it. And because and, melodic death metal has been kind of like stagnating over the years. And I think this is proves that it's still alive. It's still interesting and it can still be unique and, and original. So I like it. Number five. Good review. All right. Um, I'll go. Um, I'll start with the negative. There's two negative things. The songs are like 85 minutes long each. Like <laughs> they're like, I know I stole, I probably stole Chris's take on this, but they're really fucking long. But that's not always a problem, but so I, I'm listening to a song and 
to your point, there was definitely moments where there's some really awesome riffs, like really cool shit going on. And then it totally changes to something acoustic or something else. And then I kind of space out. I lose interest in that moment. And then a cool part comes back and I'm like, is this the same song? Like what? So from, to be fair, of all the songs and albums listed in this exercise, I've listened to this one the least. Um, but a, an, an example, a, a good song example is a song, uh, Valence, Valence, whatever. It has, so it has really amazing moments where I'm like, I'm totally into this thing. Um, and then it loses me for 45 seconds. It just veers a certain way and then it comes back, but the song is nine minutes long, <laughs> you know? And then the last thing, and this will just be something probably common, I say, for some other stuff is vocal. My vocal commentary on this is kind of like, eh, whatever. It's not exactly my cup of tea, this particular vocal style, but um, <laughs> I'll, yeah. So I'll, that's like a mixed bag of. I'll, yeah. I'll jump in because I don't have, I don't have much to add in terms of insight to what Dave just said. My two notes were all I need to know about Bellacor is 10, 7, 9, 8, and 12, uh, which we established on the last <laughs> episode. Uh, long songs, not for me, you know? It's just not my thing. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is fine. This album is fine. It's, uh, I, like, I like the music. I don't like the singer very much. Uh, I spent the least amount of time with this, but Mitch, you're review and sort of classifying it so highly among other similar bands will make me go back to it. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. I need to give it more time. Yeah. I think it needs a little bit, just more time from me. I, I, I think, you know, Dave mentioning like how with Valence, for instance, which I think is an awesome song, how it does something amazing. And then you kind of zone out for 45 seconds and you come back. That's perfect for me. Cause I have no attention span anymore. So <laughs> part of the appeal <laughs> it's part of the appeal and and i was zoning out anyways during that boring 45 seconds so <laughs> when my attention comes back and they're doing something amazing it's just it's, it's like a three minute song of awesomeness by the time i'm done listening <laughs> when you, you snap back into consciousness yeah, yeah those are the moments that are good <laughs> anyway russ what do you got so i'm more much much more aligned with this band with mitch metalhead than uh than you dudes uh, I've always liked this band. Uh, I think they had a, a major, major miss with their last album. This album is fantastic. Uh, I'm not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say as go as far as Mitch did, but like there's the good songs on this album are so fucking good. Like I don't know how you could possibly ignore it if you if you're at all like this type of metal. Um, the vocals are basically just generic death metal grunts. I mean, I still think they're a little bit better than Omnium Gatherum, but like not much. Uh, is that the floor? Is that the floor for you, Omnium Gatherum vocals? It's like the worst <laughs> death metal, like grundy vocals I've ever heard. So yeah, that's what it, that's like the Mendoza line of <laughs> metal vocals. Yeah, but that's, that's I think other. this album's awesome. I'm I'm making an exception. I I wouldn't gonna talk about this album just because Mitch tried to do a double number five but since I like it so much I'll agree with him and say this is big big not terrible oh man very good 
So positive. Almost, almost very good. Almost very good if that existed, <laughs> but it doesn't. So. <laughs> All right, my uh, we're gonna go to number fours now. So my number four, um, this is an area where I had a couple albums tied, but due to some last minute uh, shenanigans, I've been able to reorder them. I'm gonna go with number four is Angel or Alien, the new Born of Osiris record. Um, this band's been around a while. I discovered them on maybe their second album, A Higher Place, and then went back to the first album, which is perfect. It's like a perfect 35 minutes. It's fucking awesome, <laughs> but it's so short. Um, this album is phenomenal. I think it's the best Born of Osiris album since The Discovery, which is like 10 years ago. Um, they've put out a lot, and I think they all started to sound really just like the same album every two years. It was identical albums, um, which is really weird. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure what they do on this. That's so much different, but it's, it's less annoying than the past three or four albums. I think it's heavy. It's more melodic. Um, there's a little bit of gent. There's a little bit of other stuff going on. And my, probably my favorite song is shadow Morn, which is the last out, uh, song on the album, which has a fucking sax solo at the end. That is uh, awesome. It is like they should have opened and closed the album with that song. It's so good. Sounds like another World of Warcraft band <laughs> these, with, these, with these title names. Um, <clears throat> I really liked this. <laughs> and I was a little surprised by it. I, I don't, I'm not surprised. I, I've always, you know, I've, I've known in this band, I maybe have paid attention to a couple of songs here or there and they didn't grab me. Maybe I was listening to the right thing. Um, the production is fantastic. I really liked the guitar tone um, kind of throughout it. Um, my favorite song on my first pass was the song Lost Souls. It just freaking rips. It's like, I don't know. It's just, it has all like, usually what I, I, there'll be some bands further down this list that do this very well. There's just a lot of really cool shit going on pretty quickly. And it's with, the backbeat of just wanting to like bang your head. Like it's just, I really enjoyed it. So I'll hit it up got? next year. So this is another one. This is like uh, the last two bands that were on his list were why I made that comment that compared to the decibel revolver list, like Chris is a genius <laughs> because I also really enjoyed this, this one too. Uh, the, the one I would, I gravitated towards. I listened to most was, Angel or Alien is the song on there. Fucking really cool. Good, really good song. I, I could totally see me going back and listening to this album like a lot more in the future. So obviously a not terrible for me. I thought it was good. We, we've got way too many not terribles. But like what's going on? I know. I think it's there, fucking crazy. Where's some feces coming? You don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you joined the party, man. <laughs> Scat play all the way. The feces is coming. <laughs> <laughs> the feces. Um, I I agree with Chris's assessment of, of Born of Osiris, where like the first couple albums are absolutely amazing, and then it was just kind of the same ass trash released over and over again. Um, but this last album, I, I thought was good. It was like the first time uh, I heard something from them where I was like, oh, this is actually decent, and like. 
not the same repetitive crap, even though it is kind of the same repetitive crap. Um, but I, I did like it. I, I think uh, oh, Angel and Alien was the best song on the album. I did not give this album like a full uh, try, I guess you could say. Like I listened to it once, but it, it definitely came across as something like I got to give uh, more effort to listening to it. So, Whoa. Guys, I feel another not terrible. Feel great about my picks so far. Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you might have some feces coming your way. Shit. Don't worry about Damn. it. <laughs> <laughs> your daily dose of get feces. some feces, some feces in your. Future. That's why we're friends. Yeah, it's the only reason but we're I, friends. I feel like the feces is going to be my stuff. So. <laughs> I know there's there's equal share of. Everybody's feces got too. one, I think. <laughs> uh. I'm happy to share the feces this year, at least. Last time was basically me being buried in my own feces. (laughs) (laughs) I like this better. So so we're just going to pass the feces around. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Please go next. Somebody go next. (laughs) Fuck. Uh, I lose my list. Okay, I'll go. Four. Words of Farewell, Inner Universe 2. Was my pick. I mean, you guys know this band by now because I've been, me and Mitch Metalhead have been talking about it for a while. It's just like Mellow Death orgasm for me. It's like everything I love about Mellow Death. it has such intricate riffing. It has like your basically generic death metal vocals, which who gives a shit? That's what that's what these bands have. Uh, I just think they put out a interview universe one, which is also very good. They're almost like EPs or like five songs each. But I think this one was the superior of the two. There's like I would say four out of the five songs are like fucking great. So that's why it made my list and. Obviously not terrible since I liked it. I I like this album a lot too. This was actually tied for my number five. Um, but uh, since I'm not allowed to do ties, I, I took it <laughs> off. Um, I, pathetic enough, I discovered Spotify radio like two weeks ago. <laughs> um, and it was just, you know, randomly picking songs. And I was shocked at how good it was at picking songs that I like. And every time this album came on the playlist, I was like, what is this group? This group is awesome. What is this song? And I look it up and it's Words of Farewell. And then like half an hour later, it would pick another song from the CP. And I'd be like, what is this group? What is this awesome? And it was Words of Farewell. And I'm like, holy shit, I fucking love this. Um, so I, I agree. I think it's th- this group puts out consistently good albums. This is an amazing EP. It's just... It's great. I love it. Oh, not terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, It's incredible. It's, it's, it's everything that we, I have loved about what we, when we first discovered DT in flames, so like the, the, the melodic atmosphere, the atmosphere of it, the energy, all of it. It's fantastic. It's only four songs though. Like that. So that, it's like, it's four amazing songs, but I'm like, is that really an album? <laughs> it oh, is. disqualification. No. <laughs> I, I, it's fuck that. <laughs> it's fantastic, but like four songs. Come on, we need more songs. 
Uh, well, it's like, would you rather bang? F- <laughs> <I'm> not terrible. Not <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Not terrible. Not terrible. Okay. Uh, yeah, the, this band is really, really good. You, you have been, you guys have been talking about them for a long time. There's something about them that, like, I never reach for it. I kind of forget that they exist. But when I hear the songs, I'm like, oh, these are fucking awesome. But I, I don't know. I, I need to like kind of force myself to, to stick with it and just be like, I'm listening to the fucking words of farewell. And now I've got eight songs on inner universe or whatever, just to like make myself listen to them. But, um, you know, on paper, I should love them. Like the production is amazing. The style is exactly right. The singer sounds a little dark tranquility ish to me. Maybe I'm off base there, but like, uh, which like doesn't surprise me to me. Like, of course you like them. Um, it's not terrible. I just, I'm not in love with it, but it's good. You know, do you only not like it as much as cause we like it? <laughs> That's probably a lot, a lot. To yeah. Cause, <laughs> cause I'm jealous. It wasn't are, are on there, my list. Are there not enough breakdowns for you? Uh, I mean, factoring things in <laughs> maybe <laughs> it doesn't go. There's too many notes that aren't low E. Uh, I don't think I like it. Uh, let's say low A, A sharp. They only have six strings on their guitars. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting dumped on for liking this. <laughs> Did you out, you officially say not terrible? Yeah, or no, I like still I, on it. The, it's okay. good. I like I like it. I just I just I need to make myself seek it out, which is weird. All right. Oh, cool. Right. Uh my number four. Um hailing from the tall white blonde alpine slopes of the Swiss. You wrote that down? Comes. You wrote that down. <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna do this line. Swopes. The swopes? What's that? <laughs> Fuck it, I'm doing it live. Um comes uh Dream Shade with a pale blue dot. So, I don't know how to describe this band. I, if I had to describe it, I would put it something like melodic death metal meets college rock. I, I don't, I don't know. Like, <laughs> what? Mo- <laughs> mo- <laughs> melodic death metal meets Oops. cold. You remember that group? I don't know. Like, uh, yep. like yeah. stupid girl. Like, like mix, mix those two bands together. I don't know. You guys dream shape. But um. The first time I heard this band was you guys were jamming on a song called A Gift to Life in in a studio. And when you were done playing it, I was just like, what the fuck was that? That was absolutely amazing. That was one of the best songs I've ever heard. Like, like to me, the song A Gift of Life is like the perfect metal song. Like it, it doesn't get better than that. And it's it's perfect because it's it's super complex, but only complex if you're like listening for the complexity. But like to the average less listener. It's normal. It's just like a normal song. Um, it's super catchy. It's hooky. Like you listen to it once, you're you're singing along. You remember it. You, you remember the riffs. It's the right mix of heavy, melodic, clean, death. Like you, after one listen, it feels familiar, but it's like still unique. So like everything about like that to me makes it like a perfect metal song. And that is what got me like hooked into Dream Shade. What was was that that moment of hearing that song? Their album after that to me was a huge <laughs> miss. Um, 
to put it lightly. And then this album is is great. I think it's got some some of the best songs I've heard in a long time. Uh, some of my favorite songs on it are On My Own, Elephants, uh, Question Everything. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say about it. So <laughs> I, I think you guys are more familiar with this band than I am. So curious what you all think. Yeah, I mean, go ahead, Russ. So, I mean, the only notes I had on this was amazing in every way. <laughs> Epic, epic album, sans rapping. <laughs> because there's two rap metal parts on two songs. Yeah. Which would otherwise be fucking great songs. But uh, in this group, at least, I think we're kind of universally uh, in step with saying, like, it doesn't mat- It doesn't fit. It sounds dumb. It's not that it's bad rapping. It just does not fit within to this album. So, but... I agree with everything what Mitch said. Uh, Gift of Life is a fucking amazing album it, it, for all the reasons that he mentioned. I think the next one was called Vibrant. It was like fucking pop metal or pop rock at the at best. And I totally like ignore it because it just sounds horrible. And then your only hope is Hopefully the next album, maybe they go back, they they listen to the reviews and they see what fans are saying and they go back to their roots, right? That's what happened with this album. And it's really, really good. Uh, I, Not I completely, I, I mean, <laughs> so far, no disagreement for me. I agree with what both of you guys are saying. Um, I think the, I, I was so relieved <laughs> by the quality of this record when it came out because <laughs> the last one was such a train wreck. It was such a, departure from the gift of life in 2013 there, the second album came out three years later and it was such a letdown on, and I, I it, it was it just bothered me so much I was like how could they go from one extreme to the other being so amazing and then so so bad and then it was five years between albums so I was like and then I knew it was That's coming bad. out I was like oh my god there's just so much <laughs> I'm so much emotionally tied to this album please be good and I'm so happy they figured it out it's so good i mean i don't want to say every single track is amazing but like it it's like 90% fa- fucking phenomenal uh i i was in high school when linkin park was really big so like i don't mind the rap stuff so much <laughs> uh, if that does anything for you i agree though that like it doesn't totally fit the re- the vibe of the whole rest of the album and it does feel like really dated like it it feels like 2000 like to have like rapping over it feels very strange um but i absolutely love this album i listened to this so many times uh this year it was my number one on spotify like i got the minutes in everything it's this is great (laughs) i i have nothing really nothing else to add i love this album as well maybe the only thing i'll add is I was playing this record when I was picking up my son from high school and he gets in the car and one of the rap songs is on (laughs) and he's like, I really like this. (laughs) And my son loves metal. And so I I was just, I, my takeaway was that maybe generationally, uh, you know, it's catching on to something, but I, not my taste, but the rest of the album is fantastic. That song elephant is fucking so good i listen to it like every day almost <laughs> i love this song 
I, I felt <laughs> I was right. I was writing notable tracks and I'm like, I'm on my fourth song. I'm like, okay, now I'm like defeating the, I'm just going to name every song on the album. I'm like elephants, Shanghai nights, safe Harbor, light bringers. These are all ones that like stuck out to me. Um, listening the first time through. So one of the rap songs is one of your faves. Which, Which one's one? the rap song? Oh, oh no. I thought Shanghai Nights was no. one, but it's not. No, Never no, mind. no. Sawi. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right, I'm going to keep going. All right, so we're up to number threes now. So we're getting there. Uh, my number three is Fortitude by Gojira. Um, we talked a little bit about this album on the last episode. I'm actually not sure there's much more to say. So again, I think you guys should go li- back and listen to that episode if you want the, the Gojira takes. Um, for the sake of this conversation, it's fucking great because it's Gojira. <laughs> there, This was like a, a, another highly anticipated album release uh, for last year. Productions. Uh, I was going to say the production is amazing. I think the production is good. I'm not sure the production's incredible. Um, the playing is phenomenal. The songwriting is, is super good. It's very heavy. Um, I, I'm not sure it's my favorite Gojira album. So I thought it was like very, very, very good, but there are better Gojira albums if, if I can give it like a knock. But, um, mm-hmm. as far as last year goes, I thought this was, this is super high. I, I listened to this a ton. Yeah. I would say coming straight from the football field and leaving the carcasses of <laughs> high school students, Poppy and, and high school students on the ground, landing at number three in your <laughs> in the list, ruins. in the room feels, feels like the right spot. Mitch, what do you think? I, I like the album a lot. Um, as, as Chris said, it's not their best work, but it's still really good. The songs are catchy. They're memorable. It's, it's Gojira, you know? Uh, so it, it's like, I, I think they could, shit on the stage and it'd be fine at this point. Like, it doesn't matter what they do. It, it's good. Crapcore. Um, yeah, crapcore. And <laughs> I, I think my favorite song from the album is Hold On. Uh, just, but I don't know why. Maybe because it starts off with like, I'm grinding, I'm grinding, and that's how I feel about life during the COVID years. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, I, I took it as more of a World of Warcraft grinding, leveling up. No. Um, I don't know what the hell I'm talking oh, about. God. So anyways, scratch yes. that from the record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, it's a decent album. It's good. Not feces. Sweet. There you go. Yeah. I mean, I I agree. I Comparatively, like, well, Gojira is just fucking great. I mean, I, I'll say I like it a way, way better than I like Magma. So to me, it's a win if you're a Gojira fan. There's a lot of good songs on it. My favorite is uh, Newfound, which is an odd song name, but that's the song that I listen to the most. But Another World, obviously, there's there's a bunch of awesome songs on it, which to me makes it a good album and makes it not terrible. Gojira is awesome. Yeah, uh, uh, For the singles, so I can throw a single out there, Sphinx, that's my shit. That song is that's great. And obviously Another World that's is a great good song because... Too. They released that like a year prior to this album coming out, yeah. which is like a little weird, but that's that song is great outside of that single. Sphinx is that's that's my favorite song on the album. It's a good song, very good song. Dave, thoughts? None, nothing more to add. <laughs> great, yeah. moving on. Number nothing three, more to add. 
<laughs> so let me find my fucking list. Okay. Okay, it's all right. <laughs> I don't even know my own list. Sorry, guys. Three for me was hypocrisy. Which, uh, for those aren't aren't in this friends group, which is everyone listening, is cons- was was labeled yawn metal <laughs> by Dave at one point, which I don't really give a shit about because I I love hypocrisy. They're like a combination to me of like mellow death and death metal, like a together. They play they do a lot of open picking, which I like. Um, I just think Peter Totgren, who's the basically does everything. He does the production. He writes all the songs. He plays guitar. He sings. Um, is one of the best songwriters in metal, in my opinion. He he's so he's he's produced so many amazing albums. He's create. He's in like another band I like called Pain. But beside the point, this album came out. You never know what you're going to get, kind of. Hypocrisy has a certain sound to it. Whether or not the songs are good is is the question. So I ended up really, really liking this this album. My favorite song is They Will, Live, they Will Arrive, which is a typical uh, hypocrisy theme, which is like alien invasion. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm just a huge fan of this band. I always remember the show that we went to was Soil Work and Hypocrisy and like Soil Soil Work played. They were great. I mean, this is the era of like Peter Witchers and Henry Ranta on drums. So it was a, it was a while ago. And then as, as soon as they were done, like 50% of the people left. <laughs> and, and the headliner was Hypocrisy. And it was like me and like 13 other people like headbanging. But... I don't know. I just like this band. I like this album. So it made my my list here as number three. I, I think I was at that show as one of the 13 other people there <laughs> with you. You probably were, man. And, and I, I remember that Peter was super drunk on stage and somebody had yelled up at him and they said, Peter, I, I think there's a show they had played the night before where he was so drunk they had to cancel it. Oh my God. And, Jesus. And they, and they asked him about it, and and he was just like, "Cheers, let's let's, let's play some more." So, uh, it, it was it was doubtful whether or not they were going to make it through the night. But it was Club Chrome, by the way. Yes, yeah. in Slayerville, New Jersey. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I like hypocrisy a lot. Um, I, I agree with everything you said. I think yes. Peter is one of those guys who's just an amazingly talented musician, producer, songwriter, everything. Um. Hypocrisy has has this sound, as you said, and it almost like doesn't matter what they write. It could just be random notes and the guitar going and his vocals, and it sounds good. Like it doesn't really matter. And this album, he puts together some really catchy songs. I I feel like some of the previous albums were were, were not very catchy, um, but overall, I would say the majority of the songs on this album are really good. They were memorable. Um, and I just like them a lot. I think my favorite track from the album is probably Chemical Horror. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> a song about Big yeah. Pharma, if you read the lyrics. Yes. Really. That's what it is. It's yeah. really on the nose. Yep. Um, 
Master of Puppets uh, 30 years later. Yeah. No metaphor. <laughs> he used, uses the word pharmaceuticals in the chorus. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this, this is like, uh, I, I think this is yawn metal. I, I'm not saying this is like feces by any stretch, but this, the, this doesn't do anything for me. Um, I feel like this band has been around like 100 years. Like, are they like 30 plus years? Yeah. And how does this stack up against like historic hypocrisy catalog? I think it stacks up well. Yeah, it's like like any any band, I think all of us are the same. We're we're not just going to like it because it's the band. Like we love the a prior band, like album by a band and then a new one comes in we're like looking great. <laughs> we're we're pretty critical. Yeah. But that's why like they've had albums that are were not great. But this one in particular, it has at least to me it's like if it has like 3 or 4 or 5 songs that I think are awesome out of like 10 that's a win for me. I mean, I, I think it's great. I this is my first feces. I think he agrees with the whole list. Um, Fuck is. you. This is the this is the first feces. Um, here, okay. <laughs> Even if you have like the, the guy you just said who writes all the songs, guitar and vocal, and he's great. For whatever reason, he has hired the most boring fucking drummer on the <laughs> planet to, to accompany him. <laughs> Um, the the two least smelly songs are <laughs> "They Will Arrive" and "Gods of the Underground," are two that like were not as bad. The like the worst song is "We Are the Walking Dead," and that's a great example of it's just boring as fuck. And if you if you listen to it, it's almost like drum machine worthy. And I, I, I like I mentioned on the previous episode, we got hung up in drums. That's what I get hung up with on hypocrisy. I don't know why. Um, and then Children of the Grey is another great example of boring, of like boring, boring drums, but the guitar riffs are cool. Like I just can't get over it. So that's kind of what I get hung up on. So not a full load. Like this is this is like you know better than anything really on our list from the last episode. But by comparison of this particular, better than Poppy. Exercise, Better, better than Poppy, just above Lamp of Murmur. Mitch, do you agree that like it's not it's not amazing? Like there's there's definitely some like not great songs on this one. Yeah, I, but the I highs are high. The highs are pretty high though. I I agree. I, I think that's yeah. pretty typical for hypocrisy. It's like you got three or four really amazing songs on the album, and the rest of it is okay. And then yeah. that okay is I, I think dependent on how big of a fan you are of the band versus being just completely boring. So. so I'm not, I'm not totally disagreeing with, with Dave about it. It's like, it's almost the, the not great songs are like, I could skip kind of almost, but there's like five songs that I think are like really good. So yeah. like, I love like the fingering guitar he's doing on uh they will arrive. I think is so awesome. And you know, I love a great fingering. So you know, a lot like of hand it, gestures so. happening on this Zoom call. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a very interesting guitar that allows him to do that. But yeah. <laughs> see him play his instrument. You can get orgasm and play guitar at the same time. Mitch. Okay, right. so so when I order my custom guitar, I'm asking for a vagina built into the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an option? <laughs> Jesus. That's awesome. The first like it, it, Japanese it, it, sex robot guitar. 
Yes. That's the best solo I've ever heard. <laughs> That's because I was getting fucked while you played. <laughs> Can you please move on to Mitch's number three? <laughs> Alright, so the weird thing about my top five is, is all these bands are like I was not fans of like any of these bands uh, before this year and, and this band kind of continues that trend. Um, also, all these bands are like the members are dedicated to these bands and it seems like every band I've liked in the past, like somebody in that band has been in like 50 other thousand bands before. So it's a little, I, I don't know. It's just, uh, just an observation. Take what you want from it. But, um, so this next band for number three is called Vola. Uh, they're from Denmark. Uh, uh, I don't have end a joke of, end here. End biography. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not land of some yeah. sexually transmitted disease. <laughs> for, 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 from the land of Danish pastry bakeries. I don't know. Um, anyways. <laughs> this band, like I, I looked up their bio. They were described as a mix between Pink Floyd, Ramstein, and Sugar. All bands I fucking hate. <laughs> Your mispronunciations and incorrect incorrect song names are like gonna make this pod great. Ramstein and Sugar. <laughs> well, Every time whatever. I, 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 I don't, I don't like them name. enough to even learn how to pronounce there, their there names, go. okay? Good so. save. Good save. <laughs> Keep going. Give me some sugar. <laughs> Um, anyways, I stumbled across this band that like a drum playthrough. The drummer was doing, uh, I think the song was 24 light years and I, I just loved it. And from there, like I started to listening to the whole album and I absolutely love this band. I, I haven't checked out their back catalog yet. I'm kind of like saving it as something to discover. Um, but I have a feeling like this is going to be one of my favorite bands going forward. Um, they only have three albums, so. Hopefully uh, they're they're good <laughs> and they haven't. But hopefully they're not uh, too bad. But uh, um, yeah, I don't know what else to say about them. Uh, I looked up what Vola means, and I came across three oh, things. It, it either means palm of your foot. Uh, it's also a famous Danish designer who designed kitchen faucets, or it also <laughs> is the Danish word for desire. So I'm going to go with that. They named themselves after Kitchen Boss. Guaranteed. But, okay. Guaranteed. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's funny you mentioned the the drummer playthrough video because I think you shared that. And I was locked in on that song because of that video. It was awesome to watch the guy like play uh, play over the song. I think they're like a little proggy. They're like some prog elements to them, maybe. I think there's like some interesting timing and stuff going on in the album. Um, uh I like I like this oh. album overall. Um, I think there are some good songs. I think there's some sort of blah songs so far. Twenty four light years though. That is that melody is stuck in my head. Like that is that song is on repeat for me. I think that's really really good. And there are two or three other ones that I like a lot. Um, yeah, let's let's learn about this band together, man. I I don't know anything about them, <laughs> so. Uh, Let's go. And then you we can cuddle. Just, we can just, you know, nuzzle and do what we got to do. Spoon. You can spoon. Who's the big spoon? We can play our new custom spoon. guitar together. You know what I'm talking about? 
<laughs> who, who gets to be the lucky Pierre in the middle? Jesus. What? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, kitchen faucets. <laughs> is this becoming the new confirmation bias podcast? <laughs> Guess so. The only feces has been hypocrisy, hasn't it? Or I don't know if anyone is keeping a feces count for this. That's that's the only Definitive. official hard feces. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's not a bad thing, though. No. Yeah, it's okay to like stuff. Because a lot of yeah. these bands, uh, probably all of us or some of us were not aware of at all before our friends put it out there and told us about it. So, You guys have any thoughts on Vola? Yeah. Um, yeah, I do. I absolutely fucking loved this I record. Could, I could see that. Like this is the best, this is the best find on this whole thing. Loved it. I, I listened to it on repeat for like I don't even know how many times. It's that, really good. That is the first time Dave has ever said that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 30 ever. plus years of friendship. <laughs> you finally succeeded. Oh my god. <laughs> I I am score so symmetry maybe. I am so close to crying right now, just in <laughs> amazement. I, you know, I don't even really. I I I, I literally while well, I have stuff written, multiple things written for most things. Like that's really all I wrote for this. I there wasn't really a missed song for me. I mean, sure, there's also some that are certainly better than others. Um, I just I loved. The melody, the songwriting, the it, there's like there's like a like technicality to it as well, like underneath, like a subtle technical feel to it, which I always love. So yeah, I'm really curious what Russ thinks. Nice. All right, so I have not a lot of notes on this. I wrote, so I'm not in line with you guys too as much. I wrote uninteresting to me, but nice mellow tones. So definitely not terrible. Maybe if I listen to it more, maybe I'd like it more um, based on you guys' reaction and your how highly you think of it. Maybe I'll, I, will, I will give it another shot. But yeah, it's, there's literally nothing wrong with it to me. It's like it just didn't grab me. It's kind of like words of farewell for Chris. Like he's, you know, it's not he doesn't dislike it but he never will listen to it so maybe based on what you guys said about it I'll I'll give it another shot and see what I think later future podcast all right let's let's uh let's jump to number two right we're up to twos man we're getting close now okay so I'll I'll, uh, I'll go and I want you guys to know that I am prepared to absorb the feces <laughs> and I wrote that Open when your I, mouth. When Open I your sent mouth. my when I sent this list weeks and weeks ago. Um, well, this is this is your number. This is my two. number two. I did that for a reason. <laughs> per- perfect. Exactly right. uh, You're so, so smart. My number two is this place will become your tomb by Sleep Token. Which. Uh, when I sent this out a while ago, I said I was doubtful anybody would really be into it. It's very gothy and like weird, but it, it I listened to three of these songs on repeat nonstop for the entire summer. Like I couldn't get them out of my head. I couldn't stop listening to them. Um, I 
am fully aware that it's like stupid like it's like lame like it is a little bit lame but i there's something about the vibe of this band i really really like they are a mask band and they have like a <laughs> they have like a back yeah. oh, oh yeah. i didn't know that they have like a backstory and it's this whole like fuck? performative thing which take or leave i in a weird way i like that there is like fantasy involved like you, you know this like use your imagination a little bit i don't know i don't know how to describe eyes wide shut exactly. type thing well the wikipedia um <laughs> description of this band was members of sleep token are a masked anonymous collective of musicians said to be united in their worship of an ancient deity identified as sleep right it's stupid but it sounds like a neil gaiman book <laughs> <laughs> i really like this album I think it it's it's earned its spot on my list simply because the amount volume of listens. It's a good for like the the it's a good good benchmark for you to go by. Yeah, and then and then I will say when the album came out, the rest of the album does not match those three songs that they kind of pre-released. So I was a little bit like, eh. but the more I listened to it, the more I got into some of the backtracks. So anyway, that's my that's my uh, sell sell and defense in one. <laughs> So go ahead. Dave, my what first, my my first listen of this, this was feces on my first listen. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But yes. With each subsequent listen, whether it's a different song, the feces slowly retracted. <laughs> this was more of a turtle. It became a turtle head. It, it started to suck back in your finger. <laughs> There's okay. There, there is a uh, there are there's a quality about this that I I immediately get, and I like what they're trying to do. Um, and I kind of keep. I was like waiting for a particular song to catch me melodically, with the other intricacies that they're kind of doing. Um, so the the first song, I, the song that made me first go like, oh, wait, maybe there's something here. It's a song Alkaline. And it reminds me of Catatonia. Like, there's no way around it. Like, there is a Catatonia vibe to that song, totally. Um, then um, I also put a song like that. Um, Telomeres? I mean, am I saying that right? A couple ones that yeah. just, like, jumped out at me. And then there's, what, I love what they do, what he's doing with the vocals, especially on the harmonies. Like, the harmonies they pick, like, they're super tight. Like, um, in this, in the song, what song is it? Um, the love you want, like they have a couple parts, like on the chorus in particular, that it's super fucking cool and relatively unique. You know, I, I haven't heard that a lot. So I feel like with each this, while it's not, let's say in my top five right now, this is one that I could see like really growing on me and you know, you know, liking it more in the future. So I tried to like this because if you had it so high up on your list, I'm like, there must be something good here. So I gave it several listens and I just could not get into it. Like I just found it really boring, uninspiring. Um, it, it was, I don't know. Can you call it metal? Is it metal? I'm not sure. It's a great no. question. It, 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 not uh, necessarily. Not necessarily. It, it was yawn Goth something. metal maybe? A little gothy. Maybe yeah. not yawn metal, but yawn music. 
And <laughs> as you're describing the band and as Dave was describing it, I was yawning during the describing. So like it's... <laughs> it actually put you to sleep? It actually put me to sleep. Um, I, I, I don't like the whole mask thing because I feel like Ghost owns that. I'm just talking about like right now in time. Like if you think okay. about like what are the most popular mask bands, it's Ghost. And I feel well, they're like... they're smart. Yeah. Well, yeah. they're all geezers, so they were smart to put masks on. Uh, all right, yeah, so nice. sleep token. I'm I'm still gonna say not terrible on this one. Not I wrote not bad. I was I wrote a less good catatonia. Wow, <laughs> that's the kind <laughs> of like vibe I got from from listening to them. Um, I'll take that. Th- this is the, the interesting dynamic, which it would be interesting if actually any people who listen to this pod could uh you know look at their friend groups and be like the way i look at it is like what kind of crossover do i have with all of you guys and it's like an interesting thing to think about like i feel like mitch metalhead we probably have like a 90 percent crossover <laughs> because the bands that like you guys might think is or yawn metal or like feces we both like like hypocrisy geezer naglafar stuff like that like we both love those, which you guys are probably like, this is bullshit. This is trash. And then I have like, I feel like I have a 90 cent crossover with Dave too, because he we like probably bands that Mitch Metalhead doesn't like, but we both like. So I feel like with Chris, we have this thing where like we we like kind of like goth rock, goth metal, or like synth music more than like the general consensus of the other dudes. That said, I didn't love this, but it's definitely in a not terrible range for me. That is one of the best olive branches I think you've ever <laughs> extended. So it's a long ass, long ass uh, explanation by why it's not feces. <laughs> wow, it's an, it's an olive branch covered in feces, though. That's the yeah. I used it to. I was in the. I was in the forest. <laughs> I used it to wipe. Um, I, hand, I handed it to Chris with, but it was covered in feces. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, man. <laughs> wow. I, honestly, I was prepared for the worst. So no, that's not. I feel pretty good about this. <laughs> that, um, th- that's how you get ass virgin olive oil. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mitch, why don't you take us to number two on oh. yours? All right. So uh, number two is another band that comes from Switzerland. Uh, so I have two bands from Switzerland on my top five list, which is bizarre because I don't know any other bands from Switzerland. I had to look it up. The only other metal bands from Switzerland I could find were like um, from the 80s. So like Coroner, Celtic Frost, Samuel, Crocus. Uh, so I don't know. Switzerland. Samuel, you mean? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Samuel was a different band. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, again, can't pronounce anything. Um, <laughs> Good so, luck with this. So, th- this was... Uh, I had to look up how to pronounce this band. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is pronounced Stortren. Um, and the album is Impermanence. Uh, and 
Stortren is a Swedish word that means downpour, even though this is a Swiss band. I don't know. Um, anyways, I absolutely freaking love this album. It is uh it is a mixture of like black and death metal, melodic black metal, technical metal, atmospheric metal. It's it's a mix of like 50 different genres, and I, I like it. it it's um you know, I, I kind of get a stereotype of liking black metal. I don't like black metal per se. Like overall, I like a lot of like black metal albums, like Storm of the Lights Bane by Dissection is like one of my all-time favorite albums, and it's a black metal album. Um lately, I just haven't heard a lot of black metal that I like. Probably the last good black metal album was um uh Exilium by Noctum that came out like, I don't know, 10 years ago, which I thought was like one of my favorite albums ever. And this album to me is just as good as Dissection's uh, Storm of the Lights Bane. Um, I, I think my favorite songs from it are probably like Cosmos Eater and Multilayered Chaos. I think Multilayered Chaos to me is also like a perfect metal song. Um, it just has all these elements to it. Uh, Dave mentioned he was watching the YouTube video and the guy was doing a six minute orgasm with blood coming out of his mouth. I thought he was talking about me because that's how I was reacting when I heard the song. But uh, um, yeah, I don't know what else to say about this band. I actually like them so much. I did like a 16 year old thing and I bought the band's flag and I hung it up. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, trying to do some research on this band i discovered they had a guitar tab book so i just bought it like literally like an hour ago uh before this podcast so i can stare at it and, and never actually play any single song <laughs> but uh, i will try um i could not find any information about this band Th their uh their homepage is broken the links on all their <laughs> the links on all facebook links that they have for like information about them are broken I went on some link about the band bio and my antivirus kicked on and said like, warning, get out of here. It's a threat. <laughs> so I have no fucking idea what this band is about. And I think that's pretty stupid. Um, uh, Cause every second I spend researching this band, it's a second closer that I'm going to die. But uh, the, <laughs> the band label this is on is the artisan era. And I don't know if you guys know this record label, but I fucking love this record label. I, I never liked Deathcore before. And this record label has seemed to found like just really awesome melodic deathcore bands with like catchy riffs and everything. And I would say like 80% of the bands on this, this record label are absolutely amazing. Um, I don't know what else to say about them, but I love this album so much. Damn. You should go into marketing. And, Damn, and girl. I, I, I have a feeling all three of you are going to say feces, but we'll see. <laughs> We all, took a, we all took a chance on our number two. I'll go. I'll go. Um, I was not prepared to like this, mostly because of the name of the band. When I saw it, I was like, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. I'm not going to be into this. But it is really good death metal. Like, it is really, really good. I've never heard of them before. They've been around for like 10 years, apparently. Um, I'll... I, it's really, it's really good. I'm feeling words of farewelly though about it. Like, I'm not sure I would be in a mood to listen to Stort Dragon like anytime soon or whatever. However you want to say it, um, there are some black metal moments in there, which which are turnoffs for me. It sounds a little Black Dahlia murder at times. Did you get any of that? 
I mean, I'm not like a huge fan of them. N- not really, but okay. Well, glad I asked. Um, not terrible. D- definitely not terrible. Uh, I was I was pleasantly surprised. I'll I'll take it. I'll- <laughs> Dave, what um, do you think? All right, I'll go next. Um, I was I was two songs in, and I'm like I, my I'm like I'm like I don't love this. Like there was too many moments in those first two songs where the two good, I had this visual in my head of like two guitar players being like, well, here's this riff. And the other guy going like, no, I'm going to play this riff. And like, <laughs> they did it like, they, I mean, they would converge and sound like a chorus or whatever would sound good. And then they would, they would break apart where it was just noisy to me. And then I'm going to be very specific here at the four minute and 29 second mark in Cosmos Eater this is when the album changed for me like not that the exact riff changed at that minute but the like the vibe changed and i loved the rest of that song and then every song after i was totally into so like my favorite songs were impermanence grand nexion abyss and timeless (laughs) splendor like those three like whatever jumped out i'm like i could listen to those again so overall not terrible but worth calling out. Like I think they do have some issues where just too much shit going on. So, so actually, like that was one of the things I liked about it because I feel like a lot of old school metal has the two guitarists playing completely different things on top of each other, and they they like work out. Like if you listen to like old Dark Tranquility, for instance, yeah, like that's what's so awesome about it. just two totally different things. And you're like, how did that ever work together? <laughs> and I feel like yeah. this band has done the same thing. And where like I'm listening to it, and it's two completely different riffs playing at the same time, and and it works together. No, it's it's kind of like jazz. <laughs> right, coincidentally so- enough, coincidentally enough, the the drummer and the uh, uh, I know the drummer's in a jazz band. I don't know about the rest of them, but let's assume they are. Speaking All of right, drummers, nice. the one in hypocrisy is Horg from Immortal. The one, the one that you didn't like. Just put, just so you know. Anyway, uh, so this one, the one I listened to most was Cosmos Eater. I wrote phenomenal music. This would have to be included in my top 2022 metal song or 2021 metal songs. It's it's fucking so good. This is like to me, it's like Mitch Metalhead music to the nth degree. Yeah, <laughs> and. I'm, that's why I'm shocked. Like Dave doesn't like it more. I mean, I I could no, totally I, see myself listening to this a lot because it's it's that intricate, like the riffing and all that shit. I I like I said, it's not terrible. I guess I could, I've only listened to it once, and those moments where there was the competing guitar parts, it unlike the gallery right? Which is a great example of a record where this all over the place where I felt like that was masterfully, like it was nonsense, but working like I'm being very specific to those first two songs. I felt like it wasn't clicking for me, but then the rest of the album was great. I had to go back and listen to it more. And so I, I almost feel like this back in the day, Mitch Metalhead would give me like this, like give me like a CD of MP3 albums and it's like 99.9% of bands I never heard of. And I would just listen to them. And like, it was like 87% feces, 
But then there would be like the most amazing band you've ever heard would be like part of it. <laughs> it's like it would be like Scar Symmetry would be on there or Morse Precipium Est. And then like I I feel like like Cypher System was a band that like I feel like this or kind of sounds like this, which is a band I really like, but is very obscure kind of in the even with the metal fans. But this is a definitely definite, 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 not terrible for me. Big time not terrible. Uh okay, okay, let's keep moving. Russ, will your number two? Oh shit. Number two, number two. Fuck is my number two. I know uh, what it is. You do? Dream Shade. We already talked about it. <laughs> I think we could actually end up saving some time here. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, okay. it's your number two. If I were to go next, it's my number one. Mitch called it out before. This fucking album rules. Okay. I don't want to like steal your your thunder here, Russ, but man, I, I don't know if there's much more to add other than thank fucking God they figured it out. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah. We went deep into it with the other one, so not much to not I agree a hundred percent, obviously. It's fucking great. <laughs> All right, so that swings back around. That was really Russ's two, my one, Mitch. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. So, so my number one, I almost feel dirty and ashamed. Mention it. Um, <laughs> the the band is called We Butter the Bread with Butter. It's the most ridiculous band name ever. Um, I, I discovered this band because my kids watch YouTube cat videos all the time and they have a song where it's just a picture of a cat, like spinning around and blowing up and stuff like that. And so it came on one day that was like, Hey, this isn't half bad. Um, <laughs> and th- they released an album this year and I just freaking love it. It's like, uh, I, it's a new genre to me, to be totally honest. The, the genre is called electronic core. Um, I can't find too many bands in it, but it seems like We Butter the Bread with Butter is one of the bands. Another one, like all these bands just have stupid names. Uh, Eskimo Callboy um, <laughs> and, and so forth. And, and I don't know how to describe it besides the album is kind of like synth wave meets industrial meets just death metal. And it's a mix of being like just just having fun but not like too corny um and being like silly but still like serious in in the writing aspect of it um and you know like let's admit it metal can be ridiculous at times and and i feel like these guys have figured out how to take the ridiculousness of it and make it still fun um like if you watch their videos they're hysterical like whenever they growl for like rainbows are coming out of their mouths and stuff and uh, I, I don't know. I just like it. I, I, I think the songs are well-written. I think they're catchy. I think they're heavy as hell. Um, I, I think it's a good mix of like just pure heaviness mixed with like, la, 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 la. Like just fun, like, like just catchy, silly shit. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know what else to say about this band. Um, the, the three songs that stood out the most to me is 20 kilometers an hour, jump and run. Mick, I think. It, I don't know. I can't speak German, so. Um, 
yeah, listen to it. I, I give it a chance. I think it's good. But I have a feeling again, I'm gonna get PCs across the board. But <laughs> let's see. I have a question. I have a question. Did you listen like when did this album come out? When did you start listening to it? And how frequently and often are you like like listening to this album? I don't know exactly when it came out, maybe like middle of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably listened to it twice a week. Okay. Yeah. So 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 my my main note, and I'll go in first because I don't have much to say about this. I think picking this at number one feels like a joke. Like I feel like you're trolling the list and you're trolling us by putting this band at number one. This is a hard no for me because I I uh, I'm aware of all of the things that you just identified as like, oh, they're having fun and like it's got a lot of different things going on and they're really good, but like it feels obnoxious to me as opposed to like new and clever. And, and you call that like, oh, metal can be so like annoying. And I totally agree that metal is like so fucking self-serious all of the time. And then like, I picked that fucking goth album as my number two. So, right. But it rubs me the wrong way when bands are like, we are being funny. Like we're taking the piss out of it. Like, look at, oh, this is so ridiculous. Right. Like that, bothers me so fucking much and that every minute of every song on this album I was like it, it was basically that message being received um I'm sorry man this is this is a wet feces <laughs> well at, le- at least it's wet <laughs> <laughs> right why don't you go next <laughs> so this is my first hot pile of feces for the day (laughs) i wrote atrocious atrocious ear (laughs) ear poison (laughs) i wrote vocals must be a joke (laughs) like there's one point where he's just like singing normally and then all of a sudden he's like (laughs) i was like this is can't be real but it's funny. Like, it's a joke. I don't know. I wrote, vocals are heinous and unimaginably be bad. So, that's my take right. on, on this band. <laughs> All right. This is um, a dump truck full of feces. <laughs> this is a vocal abomination. Um, I, I listened to all of it. And so, the songs you said in the... Tw- 20 kilometers per hour song. I swear it's Psy from Gundam oh. style singing in that song. Um, but then, then I kind of honed it on Jump and Run, right? Because you listed it as your top one. Um, if you, if for anyone listening, if you want to maybe hear exactly what Russ is referring to, three minutes and two seconds into that song, <laughs> there is a, a, a vocal example that is Grim and vomiting at the same time is the best way I can describe it. Anyway, but I actually went and I translated this song and I want to read you the lyrics. Okay. Bear with me. It is worth it. What a special moment we're about to have. Jump and run. These are the lyrics. Level one, get up at four every day, take a shower. 
Level two, I wonder what for. Level three, breakfast egg. I have to go. I have it to go. I even eat it raw to pass the level. Then the chorus, jump and run and jump and run. Reset every morning and never level up. Okay. Too late again. First life gone. Hopefully no one will no one will notice. But my boss saw me. So two more lives away. Now the work marathon begins. It gets better. Level level four. I have to look into the tube here. Break bread. Level five. I still have to digest it. I am trapped here for another eight hours, nine to five. That's my life, and it's just beginning. But all of this is nothing compared to the true horror shows it faces at home. Poor Wi-Fi and no food in sight. I can't find my charging cable. (laughs) Jump and run, jump and run. As long as I still have credits, I won't stop here. Start over every day, an eternal cycle. Oh it, it, is is that better than the lyrics from episode six six six? I mean, come on. I'm right there with you, Mitch. I, to be to be fair, metal lyrics are bad, and this is we know intentionally ridiculous. Those are bad. Those are really fucking, really fucking bad. I, I mean, they resonate with me, right? Like every day, it's the same thing. Wake up, go to sleep. Wake, wake up. No, I'm just kidding. The they're, they're, like, they're atrocious. Uh, yeah. The twenty thousand kilometer per hour is a Especially atrocious. Was that the song you're quoting? No, that was Jump and was, Run. Oh, okay. That's the song where they're like, That's when I got <laughs> the Gundam 20, style 000. vibe. Yeah, though. I was like, what is this? That's when the feces started to flow. Sorry, Mitch. Well, well call me the scat man because I'm eating it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scatman. All right, so we made it, right? Um, uh, no, we, we have one ha- more. We, we have got Russ. We have one more. Oh, Russ. Oh, we do. My number one. We have. Yeah, your number one. Cool. So, whatever. What is it? You don't even know your. What the fuck? No, I do. <laughs> Demotional is my number one album of 2021. The album is called Scandinavian Aftermath. Yes. So, yeah, so this is another band. It's kind of out of the, the the kind of music that we normally would share with each other, I guess you'd say. I just, I wrote like powerful, intense, killer vocals. It's a Swedish band. Uh, I just appreciate their kind of style and the creativity that they have in there. But it is like more, it doesn't have like the, what is it? You know, like the dark tranquility type melodic guitar work that you would think from like, the normal stuff we might gravitate towards, but it's just something that I, it's a mo- it's like my sleep token, I guess. It's like something that I just hear and I like want to listen to all the time. It's like, was my favorite of the last year. So that that's why I put it up here. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this didn't do anything for me. This is like borderline. This is on the borderline again. Um, it sounds a lot to me like Ember Falls. It, like it sounds like the same type style of music. Um, 
the song Soak uh, actually sounds a little dream shady to me at times, which I was like, oh, yeah, that's interesting. Um, I tried a bunch of, you sent this li- your list out a week ago, and I kept you know, going back and listening to people's things, and I could not remember what Demotional sounded like. I was like, which song was that? Is this number one? Let me put it on again. I listened to it 10 times. I couldn't. <laughs> it's like I heard it for the first time. There's just nothing to me like memorable about it. Um, yeah, it's not. I'm not like annoyed by it, but it, I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna listen to this. This is the same as Ember Falls, basically. Just, eh. Feces or what? We're in, we're in Turtlehead territory. I think. <laughs> <laughs> So not not terrible, but there was things that kind of surprised. It, it surprised me that this was your number one album, meaning like that Dream Shade was worse or whatever was worse. Like that's what surprised me more. I totally get why you would like this. Um, I put as some of my favorite songs was uh, Close Yet Far, My Own Enemy, Boiling Point, and Typhoon. The song Soak in particular, just that, fast machine gun style vocals for whatever reason i was it surprised that i thought you would that you would like that Com- completely um, agree completely agree with that statement i was shocked um <laughs> then i i said there are elements about this, of a song and i picked the song cornered i'm like i really want to like this song because the riffs are super cool high energy like ember falls um, but the vocal styles d- dialed during the chorus, like wasn't jiving with me. And that solo was super lame. <laughs> but, so, I mean, oh, again, overall, not terrible. Oh, and the other comment was a lot of songs, they feel like they break into like a big nineties rock chorus. Like, I don't know. Those are just some, some random thoughts. Mitch. So I was really happy to see this as your number one because I <laughs> thought it would distract from We Butter the Bread with Butter. <laughs> um, I did not like it. Um, <laughs> I don't know if feces is the right word, but it's close <laughs> to the right word. I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's not my style of music. I found it. I, I think Chris summed it up well. Like I kept going back to it and just like, did I hear this? before like what is this like nothing resonated with me nothing stuck with me um just found it boring yeah sorry sorry (laughs) well i guess it's fair to say i had the best list by far and everyone loved all my music so yep except for one feces (laughs) one except for one mitch feces well you originally said churches so what does everybody think of churches well, why don't I take that one? Because I didn't have a list, obviously. Um, what I ended up doing was making a list of the bands that you had on yours. Originally, Churches was on this list. Churches... Um well, Chris, you turned me on to this band in the first place, right? And you had mentioned like the previous albums, how much you liked them, but I never really gave them a shot until this album came out and absolutely like listen to it on repeat. I, I 
love everything about it. And then I went and did the deep dive um, on previous records. Now it is not metal, but just because it's probably the one album that I listened to the most and love all of last year. Wow. It, ha- it has to be in my number five just for that. If it was, it's, it's bumping out Gojira. <laughs> in oh my my <laughs> Only because of, I have to just, you know, acknowledge that of how much I listened to that record. If I can make, if I can make another churches to Gojira comparison, I would say that their, the <laughs> album from them this year was really strong, but not as good as their earlier albums. So just in that way, Churches and Gojira are the same band. <laughs> um, so, my, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, so the fact that you like this band, I, I gave it a serious try. Like, like I listened to the albums. I listened to them a bunch of times. And I, I just couldn't get into it. But like the fact that you like them, I kept listening to them. Like, there's got to be something here. There's got to be something here. It just yeah. never clicked with me. So I'm curious, like, what is it about this band because to me they sound so similar to so many other like pop music and so forth like what was it that you guys really like about it that's a that's a fair question like i discovered this band uh in 2014 just as i was leaving uh, a rotation in the uk that i was doing and it was like a for me like a sort of emotional time and this band kind of just showed up and i was listening to them a lot right at the end and i kind of tie that to the band and then I stuck with them and I, I feel like uh, for me there's like a connection to them um, I think the melodies are great I think the production is phenomenal I like the the, the timbre of, her, of the girl's voice like it all just works for me as like a whole thing I, there, the songs where like the guys in the band sang I don't like as much I think they're, they're not very good singers yeah um, I saw them live one time and it was just like this incredible light show I think they just do everything right and I'm a little surprised that they're not like a bigger, bigger band, but fine. I'll whatever. They're they're my band. Well, one of their songs has half a billion listens. So I mean they're they're pretty big. Yeah, but like they're not like on the Grammys, right? I don't think they've ever done SNL. Like they're not in those pop pop culture moments the way that Billie Eilish and Post Malone and Bad Bunny are. You know, right? So you kind of like alluded to it, but I was convinced after listening to it and not being able to like figure out like what it is that stands out about them to you. I was like, either Chris, this music was in the background when Chris first heard like, I love you from somebody (laughs) and it like stuck with him emotionally or he lost his virginity to the song or something like that made this band like stick out like forever to you. Both things happened at age 30 for me. Thank you. Okay, great. It's a good album. I like this band. So that's yeah. all I'll say. Yeah. Dave, next well, one. I'll be I'll be quick on, on kind of running that. We are at like an, an hour and 40 minutes or something. But, um, all right. My number four is Born of a Cirrus, actually, um, which surprised me when I would I would have never if I had to, if I had to like make this list before listening to any of it, just of what I may have known in this band of these different bands that wouldn't have shown up there. Um, number three is Words of Farewell. Number two is Vola, and number one is Dream Shade. I don't speak ancient Egyptian. I think it's I think it's Osiris, but well, I don't Osiris. Know. There you what go. What was what was number one? I didn't hear you. Dream Shade. Okay. It's a good list. Man. 
now we can officially say we did it. We did it. I think we've done it. Not many feces either. Any honorable mentions? Oh boy. We don't have the time for honorable <laughs> mentions. I gotta go. I got some place to be. It took us an hour and 40 minutes to get through this. You kidding me? Not surprised. Um, I will say good job, everybody. Like the 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 lack of feces in the picks. <laughs> good job. Last year, I don't think we were as, I don't know, maybe we're just nicer. Maybe we're more open. Maybe 2021 was the good music year that we were waiting for. It beat the hell out of 2020. But it was just, you know, some good finds. I'll be listening to Vola. I'm going to work on Words of Farewell and Storkgorgon or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought this was great. A lot of learning here. It was awesome. So I, I have my my list to, to follow up. Born of Osiris, Volumes, Stortgren, and I think that was it. But that for to me, that's good. Like that's yeah. a lot of listening in the future, and I'm looking forward to it. So let's go. Mitch, any any closing thoughts? Uh no. <laughs> <laughs> Great. It's always great having you on the pod. Thanks for coming. Great, great, great. Yeah, we love having you on the show. You better get it out because the theme music is playing right now. Oh, geez. It's playing right now. Just thanks for making a list. Thanks for making a list. Twenty twenty one was a good year. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thanks to Mitch Metalhead. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you sometime. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.